It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. Time for the Drive Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda Hurrah. And our guests today, Trevor and Stephanie Martins from Pond Farm Brewing of San Rafael. Welcome, folks. Thanks. What's up? Hey there. We've been trying to get together in the studio for like... (laughs) Three years now, basically, since maybe even before you guys opened. I got to go over to their brewery during San Francisco Beer Week because they broke out the different parties among the Bay Area. And Palm Farm Brewing was the North Bay one. And mm-hmm. what a nice surprise that is over there in San Rafael. Thank you. Um, indoor, outdoor, and uh, some great beers and in a great spot on 4th Street there. And now you guys just started doing food as well. So we've got some of that in front of us, too. We will be drinking and eating well today yes. on the brew haha. I just poured us some Sarafel lager. Which, which I'm loving. Let good, me just get good, that right you. out there right now. It was like, ah, the pause that refreshes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Cheers. So, folks, tell us about Pond Farm Brewing. To begin, the name. Yeah. yeah. And this is iconic. This is a cool one that Sedona County people especially are going to really love. Definitely. So I should say, uh, to start off with, both Trevor and I grew up in Sonoma County, so we're back in our home territory. Um, so Pond Farm was an artist's residency and workshop um, that was started in the 1940s, nestled above Armstrong Redwoods in Grenville. And um, in the 1950s, it started being focused on pottery, and artists from around the country would come to study pottery at Pond Farm um, under the tutelage of Marguerite Wildenhain. She was a famous um, Bauhaus potter from Germany. And in the 70s, Trevor's dad actually moved out from Iowa to California to study at Pond Farm. And so he lived on the grounds and kind of did the you know hippie commune kind of thing, <laughs> um, living out there. Uh, at, Throwing at, pots all summer. Yeah, yeah. at Pond Farm. Um, and then later met Trevor's mom and... Uh, you know yada yada (laughs) the rest is history but so Trevor grew up um, hearing about Pond Farm as being a place that was really important influential in his dad's life um, and many artists life that was focused on um, creativity but also discipline in one's craft uh, and and had a really strong sense of community so when it came time for us to come up with a name for the brewery we were creating those were some ideals that repre- that really resonated with us and represented what we were trying to do. Um, so to us, it just felt like there was no no better name than Pond Farm. Were you looking in Sonoma County at all, too, when you guys were looking at opening up a brewery? I know you guys both work in... Remember we had a show about people like like who had interesting careers? Occupations yes, and before careers before, yeah. before yeah. brewery. So, yeah. um, she still works for Google. Yep. Which... Which is smart, considering like, you know, <laughs> we've had lo- lots of interesting things. Money, the, but... Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you were an I, ast- astrophysicist? Uh, aerospace engineer. I used to do six yeah. of one, half dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> commercial Plus. satellites. You know, call them a rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah, but we were we were looking in Sonoma County yeah. um, and East Bay and North, just you know, around in the North Bay as well. Um, so I think when we when we chose the name, we definitely hadn't decided on a location. Yeah. Um, now, before yeah. you chose the location and before you chose the name, you had to choose to become <laughs> brewers. How yeah. did you arrive at that decision? From aerospace and, and Google, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think I I was definitely at a point where I needed a change of pace. Um, and we also talked about, like, what, what was our long term as a couple, as a family, a, a future family? Um, and being that we had so much family in the North Bay, it was like, well, I I don't know that there's a lot of aerospace engineering in the North Bay. 
Um, so maybe we should think about other, other things that we like doing. I had been homebrewing a really long time, um, and that had always been a lot of fun. And then we talked more and more about, you know, creating a community space and, well, you, you also should mention that basically our entire courtship and dating was uh, going for a hike and then finding a brewery, going for a bike ride and then finding a brewery. When we travel, True. we would plan our whole itinerary around <laughs> where we were going to drink beer. Sounds like a successful um, Yeah. Yes. So, so there was a lot of daydreaming that, that happened during those visits to other breweries. And um, so it started out as kind of a daydream, like, oh, it'd be kind of fun one day to open our own place. Or I really like this that they're doing here, um, sort of materialized along the way and became more of a real um, thing that we were pursuing. Yeah. Uh, and then your place is cool. I really, <laughs> I really like it. It looks like you've like incorporated a lot of different elements, must be for places that like what you liked and probably what you didn't like too, where you knew what to for sure yeah. yeah yeah for sure and then when we kind of like decided that we really wanted to do it um i left engineering and got a job i was an intern brewer at fog belt uh and then they brought me on as assistant brewer um so i worked there for a couple of years just to make sure i Not really guys, actually yeah. liked this hobby as a profession uh instead of just as a hobby um and then it, it was great and so and kind of in the background we were uh working on our own project and uh, and then eventually I left Fog Belt. Uh, yeah, to jump full, uh, full in with F- Pond Farm. All right. This beer is so good. The, uh, talk about the beer. Let's about. talk about the beer. Yeah. Yeah. So Sanfield Lager um, is pretty no nonsense uh, Mexican style lager, although it's got a little bit more. We use a flaked maize that actually leaves a little bit of corn flavor. You could. Get a different style, a little of, bit of sweetness, tiny yeah, bit of sweetness to it. Yeah, a little masa kind of hint. I get that, in the I, but it's just a hint. It doesn't yeah. overpower anything, but it's there. You could because you could use corn to just lighten up the body of a beer. Like a, um, I think it's Coors Light is a you know has a corn adjunct, but we want never heard of them. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one, not on this show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we use a, a little bit of Admiral Maltings as well. Um, big fan of their malt. Cool. And uh, yeah, this is uh, one of our one of two flagships for us. So we've always got this on, and it's a good seller for people who want a light beer and uh, something that's crisp and refreshing. What's the ABV on this? Four point eight. Okay. Yeah. Again, a very tasty beer. It was a great one mm. to start off with. Perfect um, with my grilled cheese. That and and Herlinda is enjoying some <laughs> of the food that's available <laughs> at Pond Farm. I'll say. So we've talked about the, making the decision to get into the brewery business. Now about the location. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, like I said, we did look at um, a number of different areas. Uh, and for us, a big part of our dream was having a physical space. It was a place to host people um, and create that social environment. So we knew that we needed to nail the location. We wanted a space that felt really happy and welcoming. Um, so we, we visited a lot of um, a lot of duds, a lot of places that didn't give us the warm and fuzzy. Not happy. When we not walked not in. Happy. Yeah. Uh, and then when we walked in the building that we actually ended up with, um, you know, it has so much light. There's a really high ceilings. It's open. It's airy. And it was really just giving off some of the beer hall vibes we wanted um, and really spoke to us. And so that really, we just did everything we could to secure that. We actually bought the building, um, which was great because we've been able to do things like throw a solar on the roof. Um, but yeah, we're right there on 4th Street. In San Rafael. In San Rafael. In San Rafael. Yep. Yeah. You guys are doing live music there. And now you just yep. started doing food. Brouhaha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewing Company. Joining us in studio, Trevor and Stephanie Martin, co-owners of Pond Farm Brewing of San Rafael. 
we're just about to talk about your tap room. Yeah. Tell us about it. Sure. So the tap room is on 4th Street in downtown San Rafael uh, on the west end of town. Um, it's a large space, big high ceilings, open, airy tap tap room. We've got a lot of seating inside. We also have seating outdoors, including a parklet. Um, and then we've got a, a special events room, um, which is really yep. beautiful. It's a special private room tucked in the back. Um, it's brick on the walls. Uh, we've got some barrels back there, aging beer. So we do a lot of um, rehearsal dinners, baby showers, birthday parties. The brewers uh, yeah. speaking at the um, brewers San Francisco oh, yeah, Beer Week. That's brewers chat. Yeah, yeah that was chats. really great. So that's a great spot for if somebody wants, you know, yeah, good it's, beer. It's a fun. It's a fun yeah. spot. And we um, have a sound system and everything for it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're brewing everything on site right there. It's our now, only. You're the facility. brewer. You went from aerospace to brewing for yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm the head brewer. Uh, I gotta give a big shout out to Eric too. Eric's our mm-hmm. assistant brewer. He mm-hmm. puts a probably more hours What's in there than I do. Eric Lee. Okay. I thought you were about to say I'm the head brewer, and I've got to give a big shout out to me. <laughs> he does deserve. A I, good, I brew a big things shout out. too. I brew things too. <laughs> you also have food at the tap room. Let's talk about that. Well, while she cracks it. Their next flagship beer. Then yeah. Trevor, you can talk about the food while she. Pours. Yeah, so the food we just uh, kind of soft opened our kitchen about a month and a half ago, uh, and so we've been open just over three years now, and we kind of went back and forth uh, on when to open a kitchen, and it was always in the long term plan, but uh, we started out doing rotating pop ups, um, and we were doing that for a good couple of years. Um, obviously the start of the pandemic kind of threw a wrench into any kitchen plans we may have had everybody's um everybody's plans about everything and uh but then we realized we kind of just decided you know it's time to really jump into it um because of our license type as a type 23 we allowed minors inside so we could never do outside wine and cider which is kind of always hampers our private parties and just you know couples coming in and that sort of stuff um, so now we've got it all, which is great. We, we do a collab and we can actually have that collab beer in with us if it's brewed elsewhere. So and that's ciders and wine. And ciders and wine now. Cool. So let's uh, talk about the pub grub. What do you got on the menu? Yeah. So right now we got a bunch of snacks. We got some pretzels uh, made with uh, spent grain uh, from an artisan bakery here in the Bay Area. We got some wings. Um, gotta have wings, right? Yeah, we got a couple good salads. The grilled cheese is amazing. I think we brought some of that with yeah, bacon and caramelized onions. Bacon and, these mm-hmm. and you got a brat. We got oh, a brat. Yeah. We definitely got a brat. Veggie sandwich is killer as well. Pretzels. Pretzel, yeah. yeah. Pretzel, and yeah. for the kids. Of course we got to have, we also have two kids, so you know we've got to take care of the kids. We've got um, kids grilled cheese, hot dog, um, slices of apples. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the kids will go home happy too. Nice. How old are your kids? So our kids are two, but turning three very soon, and six, or excuse me, five and almost six. So you guys opened a brewery right before a pandemic, and then had kids right before a pandemic, and then another kid during the pandemic. Yeah, I was seven months pregnant when we opened Pond Farm. It was it was a lot. Three year old, and we had it. Yeah, yeah. almost three year old. Almost three year old. (laughs) Yeah, it was been a lot. (laughs) I was watching you guys on Instagram going, "Oh my god." I mean, I think we should get a dog, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you have to get a puppy. That's yeah, not a puppy. Exactly. Right? A that's puppy. Not much. And another location or something yeah. like that. So what would you say Pond Farm's philosophy or approach is to the beer? Yeah, I think we. this, this is always an interesting one for me. Um, I enjoy drinking a good example of pretty much any style of beer. Uh, and so we've also brewed that. And I think we've got a pretty good diversity of beers on tap. 
we've always got the the popular staples of IPAs and light beers. Um, but we've got a mild right now and a Scottish export. Oh, really? We've got a barrel aged Bach, um, which was kind of fun to play around with. A Belgian Golden Strong, Italian Pills, Italian Pills, which I fell in love with. Uh, at the, <laughs> at the, and you guys just started doing that again. You had yeah, done it for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. So right. yeah, we picked that one up again. So we do a, a pretty good variety, and we and we keep those kind of core ones that everyone is always looking for. And, and then and we always try and fill in the same buckets. Like if the Vienna Lager is out, well, we've got the mild on now, so it's kind of hits the same notes. If you want a light multi beer. Um, but yeah, it's fun for me. There's so many styles to drink and to brew and it's hard to just like only do the same thing over and over. So I'm glad did that. Did you guys do any traveling before you, like, I mean, did you try like go to like Germany or, you know? Yeah. Germany. Cause I hear they make beer there. <laughs> they, they do. I've had it. I've had it there. It's there. It's there. We haven't, we, it's on the bucket list. Yeah. Um, honestly, this might be the first trip I want to take with you before or when, once, once we're out of this, uh, but yeah, we haven't gone to Germany or to Belgium to do beer tourism, but that would be so fun. I mean, we, we need to do, we need, I think we need, you know, probably a few months off from the kids and the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I we need is it. for you to tell me about the beer that we're sampling right now. Yeah, for sure. So this is Devil's Gulch. It's a 6.8% hazy IPA, sometimes also called New England IPA. Um this one is uh, a crowd favorite. We we brewed it. This was one of the four, four beers that we opened with, um, and we knew we had a winner. Got great feedback. Um, it's more balanced in terms of bitterness than a lot of hazies you might try, which, in my opinion, um, makes it real drinkable. Yeah. Um, and it's not ridiculously juicy. Like it, it's not like you're like having you know a bunch of pulpy. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not like a smoothie or or yeah. you know it's, it's not screaming. I'm drinking yeah. drinking a juice. Um, so yeah, a beer smoothie is the only thing <laughs> that has ever sounded bad to me as a beer drinker. <laughs> They're actually they it's actually make there. style. It's out it's there. A beer smoothie. Yeah. I actually we tried haven't done one with, yet, but yeah, yeah, we might. I think you just once you reframe and uh, what you're what you're expecting yeah, you're can taste mood. good. Call it something yeah. else, yeah. please. Yeah, Omnipolo actually famously did one at the rape beer festival and one of the, like a margarita kind of machine mm -hmm. and they did a whole full on um beer smoothie with like it was like strawberry banana and all kinds of stuff but wow. it was actually but it was on polo from sweden so it was really really it was one of the top 100 breweries in the, in the world wow. so it was really really good but then there's other people who really should stay away from the <laughs> orange julius theme there so, i love the fact that you have so many diverse beers you know as you say we bring folks in and they specialize in this or that and you guys are just all over the map just looking at the, the table there there isn't a thing uh, to connect any of these beyond them being good beers yeah, yeah, and that's kind of, like I was saying, I just enjoyed drinking so many, like a, a great example of anything to me is delicious, um, and it's really fun for, I think we've gained the trust, uh, with having everything being really good and and focusing on quality, we've gained the trust of our, um, our taproom customers, and so someone will come in and say, oh, you know, well, how about this beer, you know? Do you have this pale ale on? Well, we don't, but we've got this other beer, uh, and it you know it just came on, and it's similar. I think it might hit the same notes for you, and you know people are usually willing to try give that a shot. They bring beers for you to try. That's what a lot of brewers tell me. Like they'll get like somebody will come from a travel, another you know, travels, or from another part of the country, and like, oh my god, I brought, brought you this to try. That you like that with this cool style, or yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And and we always, I'm always uh, clear with the staff. Like if you're going to another state, bring a couple four packs if you can, and bring some back with us. Like I'm always happy to do that trade and just to try mo more stuff and yeah. expand my own palate and range. Are, and your, are your folks into to beer at all? Yeah, my, I mean, my parents pretty much think they hit the jackpot. Um, <laughs> they, 
I'd say my mom's probably a bigger beer drinker than my dad, but um, my dad's a little bit more on the wine side. But funnily enough, my brother's uh, set to get married next month, and he's marrying a winemaker. She's a she's a winemaker yeah. down in Paso. So my parents are happy. like, yeah, yeah. you know, my kids are doing all right. Uh, so are you doing a wedding beer for them? Because you know, like in, like in England and yeah. in Germany, and so that's like a big thing is doing. Yeah, oh, we're, we're, definitely, definitely we're definitely we're definitely bringing beer down there. And actually, yeah. we we brewed all the beers well, for the our wedding. wedding. Will actually help. Pit, Make a beer. There, oh, that's a, a cool tradition. Beer. Yeah, that's a really, yeah. That is cool, yeah. yeah. We've had a few requests for special special yeah. occasion beers, yeah. We're that's talking awesome. to Trevor and Stephanie Martins, co-owners of Pond Farm Brewing in San Rafael. They're located at 1848 4th Street in San Rafael. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, 3 to 9 on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 12 to 10 on Friday and Saturday, and 12 to 8 on Sunday. You can find out all sorts of information about them at their website, which is pondfarmbrewing.com. You guys do live music as well. We yeah. do, yeah. We started doing them. Um, um, we'd been dabbling a little bit, and then, of course, COVID threw a wrench into all those works. Uh, and then now, pretty much since February, we've had every Saturday is booked up um, with a different band. Uh, we've got some favorites that come back through. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're doing... Uh, Saturday afternoons, pretty much uh, music every every Saturday. It looks like you've got the Fairfax Social Club due on May twenty eighth from five to eight p.m. Yeah, they're they're a big one. Uh, they've got a lot of regulars. Uh, a lot of our regulars are fans of theirs, and um, they're a lot of fun. There's a pretty loyal following down at that end of Forest Street because you guys are almost like Fairfax and it's almost Sleepy Hollow kind of area there. And then now Hen House has just opened up what Iron Springs used to be. So you guys yeah. have quite the the beer row. I know, it's, it's exciting. It's getting to be, yeah. 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 A good beer destination. Speaking of beer rows, I need another beer All off right. of that row. Awesome. Should we do that? Um, Imperial, you want to yeah, do that? Okay, yeah. so oh, you're yeah. playing a little bit. They're, we're going to do the pre-show at 5.30 if you guys are hanging out and listening to the game. Go Dubs. My brother's actually here from Texas, and we actually asked him before when he he walked in. I'm like, okay, are you rooting for the Dallas or for, or for uh, the Warriors? And he's like, Warriors, because we're Navy brats. We grew up around here. So Harry said he could still stay in the yes. studio. <laughs> and I think Joe would. We already know what that answer would have been. <laughs> All right, what are we pouring now, guys? All right, so we have Lucy. It's our bourbon barrel aged Imperial Brown Ale. Um, this one is so delicious. It's almost like dessert. Um, oh. Let's see. Harry and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just so, look at Harry. I'm like, yes. So the story behind this beer, too, and the name. Um, so Lucy, we brewed the beer um, originally just as the Imperial Brown Ale. Um, and it had, a, what was it, 10.7? 10.5. 10, 10. 10.5 ABV. Yeah. Um, and so it was definitely a beer that could, you know, knock you on your butt. Um, and if you weren't careful... Uh, so we took some inspiration from actually a local uh, a, a local cartoonist from up here. Um, Stevie Passes? No, the, the Peanuts. <laughs> oh, Peanuts. Yeah. Her yeah. Linda, uh, yeah, please. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Santa Rosa. <laughs> Stevie lives here in Santa Rosa. He does the Pearls Before Swine. He's actually been on the show with us before because he's, oh, nice. oh, cool. he's a big beer fan also. But Lucy well, so is the name. So we've got, we got Lucy here who is always taking the, Steve, if you're the football out from yeah. underneath Charlie and, and knocking him on his ah. butt. And so anyways that's where that one came from it was kind of an interesting origin story but when we when we decided to barrel age it and we wanted to um sort of elevate it and, and bring it into the bottle format we also shortened the name and just lucy was yeah. all you needed to know about this one um so yeah delicious thank you so this is a 2020 uh bottle uh vintage vintage mm-hmm. yes and th- so then now you're gonna keep you're gonna be keep keep on doing this one right so yeah be some availability it- 
So we skip only at the brewery at the tap run. Yes, yeah, we're we're kind of our barrel age program is very very small, and so everything uh, we're keeping everything for retail through the tap room. And are you selling your cans other places? So did were you already canning before the pandemic, or were you like a lot of the other breweries were like? You know, <laughs> Luckily, um, became the mother of invention. Yeah, luckily we had done probably three or four canning runs uh, before COVID started, and so we kind of had that relationship with them. And we had a canning run set for the last week of March of twenty, and mm. we didn't even have enough labels to do everything. But we just said, okay, canning, you know, bring extra cans. We're canning all of the beer in these tanks, and then we will get more labels and we will relabel these naked cans later. Um, we're it's adjusting on the beer. fly right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then we just started from there on canning everything, um, for a period of time. And so it, it really pushed us. Uh, we'd done a few beers. Um, we had a few labels. We don't have like an in-house designer or anything. So that's a, been a challenge. Um, you, you have great labels. I thought that the Italian Pilsner one was like a beautiful label. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Yeah. The cobalt blue and then the Italian flag colors are going across mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, I even bought a, Pond Farm Brewing, that bl- cobalt blue shirt that was like it was on it was on your clearance rack. I'm like, why is this on the clearance rack? This is <laughs> best shirt. We'll have to do another one of those. Yeah. I'm looking at some beers, and I don't think we're going to have time to taste them all, but I'm going to ask you about them just Absolutely. based on their name. Same as it never was. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun one. So, same as it never was is a rotating IPA. Um, West so Coast IPA. West Coast IPA, um, and it's always going to change a little bit. This allows Trevor uh, in the brew house uh, the creativity and, and freedom to sort of tweak the recipe and, and play around with different hops or different so grain bills. So it's always going to be a West Coast style, but with different yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Always, always six point seven percent. Always West Coast. Different hops every time. Same as it never was. Yeah. And it, and it looks and it looks <laughs> like the Talking Heads album on the yeah. kind of on the label sort of. Yeah. But not yeah. completely. Yeah. It's definitely inspired by. Uh, but not a copyright not violation. Not a copyright. No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> inspired by. No. This, but this this barrel aid. Um, yeah, this one's actually 10.7. Once we throw yeah. it in the barrels, it soaks up a little extra bourbon. It's now kicked it up to 10.7, but it drinks really smooth and uh, smooth. lots yeah. of vanillin from the mm-hmm. from the barrel and the, yeah. and the finish. Almost even a little bit of chocolatey. Although mm-hmm. you guys did a cacao mm-hmm. that I bought that day as well. Yeah, we did a grand cacao. I thought about bringing that one oh too. Which is <laughs> Imperial chocolate style. He he likes that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So next time, you on again. <laughs> Talk about a drift. A drift is a, a pale ale. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's you have to remind it, me of ABB yeah. on that one. Five point four. It's inspired by you know a classic, classic green label Sierra Nevada, um, but it's got a little extra cascade in it, and so we wanted to kind of use our the hopping rates that we're doing with our pale ales, mm-hmm. um, give it a little bit more of that pine and grapefruit, but still have like a super easy to drink summertime beer. It's got someone in a canoe on the label, just hanging oh, out. Um, a drift in the water so it's a good uh it, that's been a pretty good it's been well received at the tap room and so what are people asking for now i mean are, are people still asking for session beers are they asking for pills are they <laughs> that's funny i, West Coast, I just had someone beer? do they want you know we had an, a, a private event on monday and i had someone come up at the end and was just like what is your lightest beer what is the lowest alcohol you have? And I was like, well, you know, right now it's San Rafael Lager, 4.8. We're doing a San Rafael Light. It's going to be about 3.7. He's like, oh, great. That's what I want. The yeah. lowest. He's like, how many people ask you that? I was like, 
Well, not that many. <laughs> Some people want the light beer, but we also get people, what's your highest ABV beer? And, yeah. well, I definitely seen know. a trend towards lower ABV, though. I think yeah. Um, Session beers. Yeah, stuff that's not going to really fill you up, make you need to take a nap. So. I see a can with a, what I think is a picture of William Shakespeare on it. <laughs> what the heck is that? This one's another fun one. So this one is called Sour Adversity. It's a kettle sour made with um, guava and mango. Um, and we took inspiration from a William Shakespeare quote. Uh, I'll read it real quick. Let me embrace the sour adversity. For wise men say it is the wisest course. Um, so yeah, this one's another label. can where we or another beer where we've switched out some of the flavors from time to time. So um, this one time it's guava mango, really nice uh, flavors with that one. And another time we might have something else in there, different fruits that we mix it up with. And this one's nice at that 4.2 percent, real low oh, wow. ABV. It's a good summer, hot weather, a little bit fruity, a little you know hint of sweetness, but. Um, yeah, it's really easy to drink this one. What was it like navigating like the whole uh, TTB and stuff as a new brewery? Um, it was it was okay. There's a lot of resources yeah, out good. there, so it, it's the Brewers Association itself good. was yeah had a ton of stuff. Good to hear. All right, we've been talking to Trevor and Stephanie Martins, co-owners of Pond Farm Brewing in San Rafael. Their website once more pondfarmbrewing.com. Guys, it's been delightful. Thank you so much for coming up from San Rafael. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you, and leave the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Look up your mother-in-law with the kids from the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>